Hey, what's up, everybody? Sean T here. This is going to be a very special episode of Trust and Believe. I'm in the Transformation Center in the master bedroom, and I just got back from vacation, and I just wanted to do something really fun to reconnect with you all. Uh, since I'm back from vacation and I just finished, let's get up. And I feel rejuvenated. So I put on my Instagram one of those question boxes and you guys had some really fun questions. And I think you're gonna get a lot out of it. So just get ready to trust and believe and have a really good time. Somebody say hey, yeah. no, no, no. What's up? You better than Oprah, come on. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, everyone, I have a few questions. I have my phone here. I'm alone in the Transformation Center. No one else is here with me. And so this is going to be really exciting and really fun. First of all, let me say, I asked for you all to ask me a question that you think no one has asked me before. And I think that's what's really cool. Here we go. What's the song that makes you happy and sad simultaneously? And why that song? Um, there's a song, which is the, um, the tattoo on my leg, and it goes... Ye shepherds, shrink not with the fright, but hear the angels' warning. This child now weak and infancy, our confidence and joy shall be the power of Satan breaking our peace eternal making. It's called Break Forth, O Beauteous Heavenly Light. And I have that tattoo on my leg because it really represented the day that I moved into my grandparents' house. And, you know, this child now weak, that line, you know, and the power of Satan, you know, that whole thing 
was really sim it really symbolized what I had gone through up until that moment that I moved out of my house at 14 years old, you know, because I was sexually abused and, you know, it was just escaping that was incredible. So when it says, the power of Satan breaking, the power of Satan was breaking, our peace eternal making. It's like, it makes me so happy, but even singing it, it makes me want to cry because it was just so terrible. Like what I had been through, it was just so terrible. It was terrible. And just that day was like, it was the passing of the baton of me actually like living. So I'm actually getting a tattoo uh, on the other side of my leg to finish my thigh. And it's gonna be cool. And I'll talk about that once I, um, I get it. But that song is called Break Forth or Beauty is Heavenly Light. Thank you for the question. That question was actually from Even Graham on Instagram. Okay, my next question. Were you ever a gymnast? Yes, when I was younger, I did gymnastics. I loved it very, very much. And then I stopped and I started playing football because I just thought it was a cool thing to do as a guy. Um, you know, growing up gay, you kind of wanted to overemphasize your masculinity, if you will. So I went and started playing football. Even though I really like football, I actually really like it. I know all about it. And I'm an athlete at heart. I really wanted to do gymnastics, but I stopped playing gymnastics, went to football. And then when I got to college, I became a cheerleader and uh, we had to tumble. And so I got back into it. I realized I was at 6'1". It's really tough to tumble as easily, but um, I loved it and it was great. Thank you for that question. The next question, what is your favorite book to read, The Boys? Oh my goodness. First of all, thank you so much for this question. Uh, and it is called Giraffes Can't Dance. Um, and what I love about it, and I'm going to read it to you guys. And you're probably like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you're about to read this book. But I am going to read it to you. And I'm going to tell you why. And I really want you to just close your eyes while I read you this book, even if you know the book already. Are you ready? Giraffes Can't Dance. Gerald was a tall giraffe whose neck was long and slim. His knees were awfully crooked and his legs were rather thin. He was very good at standing still and munching shoots off trees. But when he tried to run around, he buckled at the knees. Now, every year in Africa, they have a jungle dance where every single animal turns up to skip and prance. And this year, when the day arrived, poor Gerald felt so sad because when it came to dancing, he was really very bad. The warthogs started waltzing, the rhinos rock and rolled, the lions danced a tango that was elegant and bold. The chimps all did a cha-cha with a very Latin feel. Then eight baboons then teamed up for a splendid Scottish reel. Gerald swallowed bravely as he walked toward the floor. But the lions saw him coming and they soon began to roar. Hey, look, it's clumsy Gerald, the animals all sneered. Giraffes can't dance, you silly fool. Oh, Gerald, you're so weird. 
Gerald simply froze up. He was rooted to the spot. They're right, he thought. I'm useless. Oh, I feel like such a clot. So he crept off from the dance floor and started walking home. He'd never felt so sad before, so sad and so alone. Then he found a little clearing and he looked up to the sky. The moon can be so beautiful, he whispered with a sigh. Excuse me, coughed a cricket, who'd seen Gerald earlier on. But sometimes when you dance, you just need a different song. Listen to the swaying grass and listen to the trees. To me, the sweetest music is those branches in the breeze. So imagine that the lovely moon is playing just for you. Everything makes music if you really want it to. With that, the cricket smiled and picked up his violin and Gerald felt his body do the most amazing thing. His hooves had started shuffling, making circles on the ground. His neck was gently swaying and his tail was swishing round. He threw his legs out sideways and he swung them everywhere. Then he did a backward somersault and leaped up in the air. Gerald felt so wonderful. His mouth was open wide. I'm dancing, yes, I'm dancing. Oh, I'm dancing, Gerald cried. Then one by one, each animal who'd been there at the dance arrived while Gerald boogied on and watched him quite entranced. They shouted, it's a miracle. We must be in a dream. Gerald's the best dancer that we've ever, ever seen. How did you learn to dance like that? Please, Gerald, tell us how. But Gerald simply twirled around and finished with a bow. Then he raised his head and looked up at the moon and stars above. We all can dance, he said, when we find music that we love. It is my favorite book because it like subconsciously teaches my kids like you have to be able to find your own way. Like this is your life and you don't have to do or be like everyone else expects you to be. But like everything makes music if you really want it to. If you like cars, if you like boats, if you like tiles, if you like, you know, singing, if you like dancing, if you like you know, marbles, like whatever it is that makes, that moves you, whatever it is that moves you, oh my goodness. Like, can you imagine if we have, as adults, actually thought about those things as soon as we woke up in the morning, how much happier we could be? Because everyone is sad when we can't do what the crowd is doing if it doesn't suit us, right? But the power of being able to do what you love because you love it is going to make everyone else love you because you're being you and you're finding your way and you're doing something that you love. And that's why you should never try to be like anybody else ever. You should literally never be like anybody else because, you know, everything makes music if you really want it to. Like 
if you really wanted to, if you're passionate about it, it's going to make you move. So that's why it's my favorite song. Okay, my next question. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. In Transform 20, you held up a before photo on the steps after the cool down. Was that you in the picture? Yes, it was me in the picture. A lot of people ask me that because they don't understand that I started my fitness journey by losing 50 pounds. But to spare you the details beyond the fact that that was me, I would love if you went and checked out my book, Tears for Transformation. It will give you the full backstory, even about what I shared earlier in regards to my tattoo on my leg. All right. Oh, this is fun. We are switching gears here. You know, my Instagram is full of everybody. We got evangelists. We got Catholics. We got, you know, people who ain't never been to church. We got people who like wine. We got people who like dance. We got people who like sex. So this question, <laughs> what other podcasts can you listen to? We go from talking about something really serious to a sex question, but I thought it was very interesting. Favorite sexual song that gets you in the mood? Oh, it's called Pillow Talk by Zane. The song starts off, climb on board. We'll go slow and high tempo, light and dark. Mm, hold me hard and mellow. I'm seeing the pain, seeing the pleasure. Nobody but you, nobody but me, but us bodies together. I love to hold you close tonight and always. I love to wake up next to you. Woo, child. That's all you're going to get. But that song is called Pillow Talk. I can put it on. It is just wonderful. Okay, I'm done. Which celebrity has the best but to you, male and female? Well, I'll start with female. I have to say this respectfully because she's my friend and I know her husband. But I mean, hello. Have you seen Serena Williams play tennis? Talk about power. We're powerful. We're powerful. And for male, it's Christopher Maloney. I think a lot of you know that Christopher Maloney is my male trust. My male crush. Uh, I said my male trust. This is trust and believe. So trust it. I'm telling you the truth. Okay. So my next question is, do you believe in astrology? I do. And if you uh, go back a few episodes back you know that Scott and I got our astrology charts read by the amazing Graham, uh, aka the 502 kid on Instagram. And he did a full chart on us. It's great. It was fun. But I do believe in astrology. I am a Taurus sun sign with a rising sign of a Sagittarius and a moon sign of Pisces. And I love that I have fire, water, and earth in my chart. Um, I have no air, which I think is why I'm as grounded as possible because, um, you know, air signs can be, uh, they're great. They're like so great. They're very methodical and like information overload and they're like love a process. But for me, I love being, I love being a Taurus because it's the youngest earth sign and it really, it's where I keep my youth. 
but it's also where I'm extremely sensitive to like getting mad easily. Uh, but then my sun, my my rising sign is a Sagittarius. It's where my fire is where, come on, y'all, let's go. It's where I, you know, let out emotion. And then my water sign, which is my Pisces, is more of my clairvoyant sign. This is why I love having events that allow me to connect to people and connect to an audience. And so my astrology chart, if you believe in astrology, my astrology chart is perfect for, for what I do for a living because it allows me to be extremely empathetic. Uh, it allows me to uh, stay humble and young, youthful energy, but it also allows me to come with energy and power with the fire sign. So I do believe in astrology. It's great. Okay, my next question is, how did you change your mentality toward people who don't believe in you? Oh my goodness. Well, that is a really great question. I think I just stopped expecting it. So I think that we, as humans, the reason why we get hurt quite often is because of the fact that we like what we like and we connect to the things that we connect to and we connect to the people that we connect to and we have friends that we love. And, you know, I love tennis and dancing and amusement parks and you know vacation and I love being fast and I love like I love like being wild and crazy right and so but not everybody likes that some people are quiet they look at people like me and they think I'm crazy right and some of you out there who love me are probably like what do you mean but you vie with me not every one of my friends is as crazy as me not everyone you know, my husband is a complete opposite, but there's things about us that we love about each other because it's supportive. But, you know, people who don't believe in me, I just, I'm always like, well, it's okay. Because I learned at a very young age, my mom was like, listen, it's like 6 billion people in this world. So if you try to please everybody, you're, you're going to be more miserable focusing on the people who don't believe in you than focusing on the people that do believe in you. And you would be more miserable if everybody on the planet loved you. That might sound really crazy, but you look at a lot of celebrities, Michael Jackson, for instance, that's the per first person I can come to, or like Justin Bieber and Britney Spears. I mean, look at these people. Like there's so many people that love them. And what that does is doesn't allow you to be free and for you to go out into a store to just do random things. And it also sometimes causes your family to look at you differently than just a normal human being. Why do I use that as an example? Is because it's okay that not everybody believes in you. You, If you listen to this episode so, so far, you just heard me read the book, Giraffes Can't Dance. And so, you know, he walks out to the dance floor and the other animals start teasing him. They did not believe in him. But you know what? He went and found his way and he found something that makes him move. And so just because something makes you move, it doesn't make everyone else move. And I am like completely fine. I, I get it every day. Like I've been around in this industry and in a public eye for years. If I post a picture of me and Scott, it gets a ton of likes, but I get a ton of unfollows. I can post a picture of me and my Speedos 
and I get like 5,000 unfollows and I know other people, women specifically, that post picture in their bikini and they're just getting like 100% praise for it and their following goes up, you know? So it's kind of like everyone has their agenda as to why they do or do not believe in you. But the question I leave with is do you believe in you? I always say like, if you can answer a couple questions at the end of the day, was I good to people? Did I do the best that I can do? Did I have good intentions? Did I have a great time with what I was doing, you know, considering it wasn't a challenging day? If you can answer yes to those things, then you are on the path. Like, if you can answer, am I good to people? Am I giving to myself? Am I doing what I love? Like, if you can answer yes to a lot of questions, then people who don't believe in you, they you can chalk it up to them not understanding you. Or maybe they don't want to understand you. Or maybe they just don't vibe with you, right? To believe in yourself does not require other people to believe in you. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? I would probably be an oak tree because I think an oak tree represents wisdom and I store wisdom. Meaning like, obviously I'm constantly growing. I'm only 42, almost 43. But ever since I was young, I've stored wisdom. Like if I talk to someone that's older, at least 15, 20 years older than me, well, anybody that's older than me, but especially 15, 20, 30 years older than me, I literally digest what they say. I am like, I take them as seeds being planted in me because I just believe that I thrive off of the wisdom of life, not books. I thrive off of people who have lived, who have a story to tell. I just believe that the oak tree does have a story to tell. What was your favorite cartoon as a kid? Oh my goodness. So I have two answers for this. Well, I'm gonna go with my first answer that I thought of, which was the Jetsons, because I just, I grew up poor, you know, on food stamps and just not government assistance. I mean, we got a block of cheese at the beginning of the week and that's, it's, you know, I just didn't grow up with a lot of money. And I just thought that the Jetsons were so cool because they had this like incredible car that flew in the air and they had Rosie, the robot maid. I just thought it was so far from the way that I lived that I just could thrive in thinking I was living in that space and just imagining myself there. My favorite episode of a cartoon was the cartoon Thundercats and Lionel had to race all the other Thundercats. And he was the lead Thundercat and he won the race, but he won the race because of endurance. And I just thought it was such a great lesson, even as a kid to say, like, even if you feel like you're in last place, you just keep pushing forward, keep moving forward, always forward, which is my words for this year. And so, um, it was just, it's extremely powerful. I loved it so much. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Those of you who ask questions, I have plenty more that I'm going to answer again. I love doing it. I love hearing what you want to know because it really helps me connect to you and your brain. Just continue to trust and believe in who you are. Continue to keep it here. Uh, I thank you all so much. I would really, really appreciate if you go leave a review for the podcast. Anyway... I'm just back from vacation. I think my boys have finished eating dinner and I'm going to go back and spend time with my family. But I hope that you continue to always, always, always trust and believe in who you are.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.